The Bible Study Podcast, episode 434. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the Gospel of Matthew with chapter 13. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're continuing on with the Gospel of Matthew with chapter 13 today, and I have to admit that when I got to 13 and I saw what it was, I rejoiced. This happens to be one of my favorite chapters. It's some of my favorite of the parables that Jesus tells in the Gospel of Matthew. Not that we're going to get to all of them today. The parable of the sower. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered round him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, The plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seeds fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. Then this is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they do not have root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Matthew, again, starts that with the phrase, the same day. And this is the same day as chapter 12 then. Chapter 12, remember the last two things we had were the Pharisees asking for a sign and Jesus saying he would give them the sign of Jonah. And then his mother and his brothers showing up and him saying that those people who, whoever does the will of God, whoever does the will of the Father in heaven is his brother and sister and mother. 
that he goes out of the house by the lake and he t- starts telling stories. And first, let's address the disciples' question because this is an interesting one. Why is he telling stories? And he tells them that he is speaking in parables in part not to be clear. And this is a weird thing for him to say because I think some of the reasons that we think that Jesus speaks in parables is they're more memorable. The stories are more memorable. But the problem is they're more memorable to us because we got both parts of this. We get the parable and also the explanation. But the explanation he gives just to the disciples. Obviously, the disciples gave it to us, so we now know. But he has at this point started speaking in parables without explanation for the crowds. You have to wonder how the crowds are reacting to that, but also remember what has been going on. We've been getting opposition to Jesus, and Jesus says that the people basically are hearing but not understanding. And so because of that, he's giving more understanding to those who are listening and less to those who aren't. It is related, I think, to this parable. Remember that he is saying there's one seed here. The seed is the message about the kingdom of God. And Jesus describes one seed, but four different kinds of soil. The hard soil of the path, the rocky soil that doesn't let you get much root, the soil filled with weeds that gets choked out, and the good soil. Now, first of all, the one question we have to ask is, what kind of farmer is this who's throwing his seed willy-nilly? This is a farmer that is not practicing very good stewardship of his seed. He's wasting seed. But this is the way God is. God is lavish with the opportunities, even sending the word of God to those who may have a hard time understanding it. Right? Even sending the word of God to those who are hard and closed. In between the services at our church this morning, we had a high school choir that was singing and wonderful job singing. The uh, madrigal singers from one of the high schools in Cupertino were singing at our church. And as I watched the young men and women singing, beautiful young women, handsome young men. And as I watched the group, one thing that occurred to me is when I was those young men's age, those young women would have been very attractive to me. And yet now I see them differently because I see them as not as interesting as they will be, not as interesting as they will be when they are older, when they've had more experience, when they've grown into who they will be. And it occurred to me as I was thinking about this passage and that experience that if we take that snapshot of time, those kids were just about to go into adulthood. Some of them will blossom and grow, and they will become more and more interesting, more and more wonderful people. And some of them will end up hard, and some of them will end up shallow, and some of them will end up choked by the cares of this world, because that's the way we are. That's what happens to people often. As I do the ministry in Juvenile Hall, it occurred to me that I'm running into kids all the time who are hardened like that path. I've told you the story about the one kid who was coming to Bible study, even though it seemed quite obvious that he didn't want to be there. And I couldn't understand why, because Bible study is never mandatory. And so he kept coming, but when he showed up originally, he was hard like that path. And how did that path get hard? That path got hard by being trampled on. And that's what had happened to this kid. 
I didn't know the whole story at the time. I found out later that he was an abused child, an abused child who ended up in my Bible study for violent youth offenders because he eventually burned the house down with his father in it. And when he got there, he was broken. When he got there, he was hardened. And I don't know any other way to say it, but it's a good description of what that kid looked like. And eventually, over the course of months, he opened up and he started listening and he started asking questions. And I watched as he grew into faith. I watched as that seed, even in that hard path, took root. And he's the same kid who told me that the reason he was coming to Bible study was he was in his room when God told him to come to Bible study. God continues to send out his seed, even to the hardened, even to the shallow, even to those choked with the cares of this world. And I wonder then what that means for us, because if God is that kind of God who loves people even though they're not necessarily all ready to be loved and all ready to listen and all ready to respond, then might not we be the ones who need to go out sometimes and break up the hard soil or pull out those rocks or pull those weeds? If you've ever been to places like Ireland or places like the New England where you see these rock walls, you know that sometimes it takes effort to prepare the soil And I wonder if God is sending us sometimes, as he continually desires for people to hear, even people who are beaten down, even people who are hardened, even people who are shallow, even people whose lives are choking their faith out of them. There are many kinds of people, there are many kinds of soil, but there is a God who loves them all and who reaches out to them all. And we're called by that God, and we're called to serve that God, and we're called, and I think we're called sometimes, to spread that seed. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any question, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Pinterest, or Instagram as Chris2x, and as always, Thanks so much for listening. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.